You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. This is The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming, and uh, we're going to start off the NCAA National Tournament Preview Show by looking at the uh, Northeast Regional. And uh, to help me set up the uh, set the stage for what we're going to uh, see in that bracket, or that, that portion of the bracket, we're going to bring in uh, Dave Hendrickson, a newcomer to the Pipeline show. Dave Hendrickson writes for USCHO.com. Welcome to the program, Dave. How are things? Uh, doing great. Thank you for having me on. Oh, pleasure to get a chance to speak with you today. Uh, all right, let's get right to the hockey. Harvard taking on Massachusetts, Notre Dame, and Clarkson. Let's start with the, the Harvard and uh, UMass game. Uh, and on paper, at least to me, from the outside looking in, this seems heavily favored to be a, a Massachusetts uh, game. Uh, they score more. They give up fewer goals. Uh, special teams pretty much, well, the power play is pretty much uh, dead even. Uh, but UMass has a much better penalty kill as well. Uh, when I mean, they are the number one ranked team. Tell me about UMass coming into the uh, to the region, uh, into the uh, national tournament. Really, the only thing, a negative, would be inexperience. Uh, how do you see uh, Massachusetts right now? Yeah, well, you know, when you mentioned their lack of experience, that could be a little bit as being their only downfall. That could be a little bit like saying, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like the play? <laughs> because as you mentioned, they, they really hold a, a, an advantage in pretty much every area, although both, both Harvard and uh, actually Harvard and Massachusetts are, are kind of the two top power plays in the, in the country. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Harvard defers to nobody in that respect, but, Experience is a factor. Uh, I know that um, uh, Greg Carvel talked about uh, how that turned out to be a factor in the Hockey East semifinal game where they lost to an extre- extremely experienced team, Boston College, that had had a much worse season. Um, they really felt as though maybe their eyes were a little too wide open and uh, and that they really um, they didn't handle the big stage all that well. So uh, in from his perspective, he's happy that – there's just a um, one-week turnaround. They've learned their lesson, and so now they're going to have to go and and kind of apply those lessons and and you know let the experience um, uh, negative actually um, put that behind them and let the um, let their important factors move forward. I mean, they they are a team that I think we're we've talked about both teams having great power plays. What what is significant in that? particular matchup, I believe, is that Massachusetts also has a terrific penalty kill. They've got the number four penalty kill in the country. Mm-hmm. Harvard's penalty kill, it's astonishing that a team with the 49th ranked penalty kill in the country made the tournament. And so um, you have to go and figure when UMass goes on the power play, um, that's a point where you really get on the edge of your seat and figure that's where it's going to be a game-changing time. And that uh, one of the guys to watch for, if that happens, is Kale McCarr, who's uh, one of the Hobie Baker finalists, maybe a favorite to come away with that award. Uh, a Canadian who played in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, which is in the province that I live in. Also, so is Matt Murray, uh, the netminder for UMass. So a lot of local interest here in following uh, how the Minutemen make out this season. What do you make of the goaltender battle uh, in this game between uh, Massachusetts and Harvard? Well, the one thing to point out is that Matt Murray is not a lock to uh, to start in this game, even though he's a sophomore and he's kind of played about two thirds of the of the games. Uh, Philip uh, Lindbergh actually got the nod in the uh, Hockey East uh, semifinal game, wow. and he played well. And if you look at his his statistics, his statistics are better than Murray's. Uh, but you do kind of wonder, well, given the fact the team 
struggle a little bit with experience. Do you want to go with a guy who's at least a sophomore over a freshman? Um, in terms of talking to Greg Carvel, he just said, we're going to go and see which, uh, which guy we like the best over, uh, over how he's practiced this week and who has the best mindset. So wow. don't count on, um, don't count on Matt Murray getting the, the start because that's, uh, that could go either way. Um, you know, as for, uh, as for the defensive end, I, I think really the, the thing to go and point out is that both teams, you mentioned, uh, Kale McCarr, uh, mm-hmm. from, um, from, uh, Harvard's standpoint, Adam Fox is also, uh, an extremely elite defenseman. I mean, that both of them are like top 10 in the country in scoring. And so, um, so as a result, uh, they're going to go and, and meet their, uh, their kind of, offense from the defense and then in terms of the the goaltending um you know you can go and look at uh, michael lackey the the senior for uh, uh for harvard and say well you know uh, i think that could be a really good matchup but i do think umass is the is the better defensive team and um but that you know again it all depends on how how the team shows up well, I didn't forget about Adam Fox. I was going to uh, ask you about him oh. in a second. But, uh, I mean, this is a guy, whether it's McCarr or Fox, I mean, they might be the top two favorites uh, to come away uh, with the Hobie Baker Award uh, this year. Overall, look at Harvard's team and give me an, a, a reason why they can beat Massachusetts. Well, you know, I, I think that there is the uh, there is the experience factor. And, um, and, you know, again, if you have two teams that are top two teams in the country in the power play, then a lot may depend on who's going into the box and and really who comes out of the game uh, or how who comes out in the first period and kind of establishes themselves. Given the fact that perhaps UMass might have a little bit of the big game jitters, uh, even look at their their first round in in the hockey's tournament. They it took them double overtime to beat. Um, to beat New Hampshire in their first game. Next game they came out, they felt they kind of had their legs underneath themselves and they won easily six to nothing. So I think it will help UMass a lot if they can come out strong in the first period. Um, and it, but if they don't, then, then it could come down to a matter of, you know, which team is playing better in the defensive zone, which team is, is really capitalizing on their opportunities. Dave Hendrickson from USCHO, my guest here on the pipeline show as we, uh, Set up the national tournament, uh, and we're looking at the Northeast Regional in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, let's get to the uh, Notre Dame and Clarkson game. And again, on paper, I guess Clarkson would be considered to be the favorite, although Notre Dame uh, has the experience having gone to the Frozen Four last year and the national title game. Yep, but not only that experience, but they've, they've won the uh, Big Ten uh, back-to-back years. Uh, you know, they had to... They really had to uh, come up with a great performance against Penn State to even get into the tournament. Now, they actually became the number three seed in this particular bracket by, uh, by virtue of their performance. But it was a, a win-or-go-home game against Penn State in the Big Ten Championship. And um, Penn State was a formidable uh, opponent there. So... Um, and and actually in that particular game, I think Penn State might have outshot them not quite two to one, but but quite a bit. Kind of forced Notre Dame into a little bit more of a wide open style than what they wanted. So I think Notre Dame certainly has the experience, and in a coach like Jeff Jackson, they've they've got a guy who knows what it takes to win a national championship. I think their particular style, if they can force their particular style as being a very uh, defensive oriented. 
uh, style, then they can, um, um, you know, they can they can beat almost anybody. Um, now Clarkson, they're they're also a terrific defensive team. So, um, but I do think Clarkson certainly had the better season this year. But um, you know, I think it's one of those cases where once again. Um, you know, experience versus uh, versus maybe a bit of an edge in talent. I might like uh, Clarkson's edge in talent just a little bit, but you're having you're 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 having a, a matchup between two teams that are coming off of winning their their tournament championship. So um, so Clarkson beat Harvard in the CAC championship, and Notre Dame beat Penn State. So both teams are are going into this tournament on a high. Both teams, strong defensive teams. Um, you know, once again, I mentioned the penalty kill for Harvard. Notre Dame's penalty kill is a little surprising. They're only 29th in the country, whereas, uh, you know, uh, Clarkson's is, is much better than that. So, you know, w- lots of times it comes down to goaltending and special teams, and we'll see how that works out. Yeah, Clarkson's scoring over three goals a game and uh, le- only allowing, well, just a share, a hair under Two goals against uh, as well. So on paper, that's an advantage for Clarkson. How do you see the goaltending matchup between the two clubs? Yeah, you know that both of them both of them have uh, strong goaltending, and I think it, you know it'll be um, it'll it'll be the case where you had Kale Morris, who was uh, terrific for uh, for Notre Dame this year, um, and then you have um, uh, you have uh, Jake Kiley from. Uh, uh, from Clarkson. So, um, and, and, you know, both of them, if you go and look at their statistics, they're, they're terrific goaltenders, um, you know, right around, uh, 9.30 for, uh, for their save percentage. So mm-hmm. this will be a, a really good defensive matchup. Uh, you know, I think certainly, as you just pointed out, Clarkson has the better offense. Notre Dame may have to be a little bit more opportunistic because, um, they aren't as good of an offensive team as the one that got to the Frozen Four, got to the championship game last year. Um, they'll need to be a little bit more opportunistic because from a talent perspective, they don't have as much from, uh, from their, their team offense. And in fact, actually, um, they're, they're another team that its leading scorer is a defenseman. I think we've got a real uh, oddity in that Clarkson's the only team in this particular bracket whose leading scorer is actually a forward. You know, that's, that's a bit of an upset. So, um, but Notre Dame in general is a lot more limited in its scoring. And so I think, um, I think Kylie comes, you know, on paper has the advantage because he's a terrific goaltending, but goaltender, and presumably he won't be facing as tough of a uh, uh, firepower um, offense as uh, as his uh, counterpart in the Notre Dame men. That's really interesting that the three of the teams in this re- in this bracket in this region have uh, are being led by uh, defensemen. That's interesting. I didn't pick up on that before. Since 2006, there's been one of the number one seeds has uh, been knocked out of the national tournament in the first round. Uh, I, I don't think anybody is expecting that to happen. Although I don't think anybody was expecting it to happen last year, or the year before, or the year before that happened twice actually last year. Uh, this year, the four number one uh, ranked teams in their respective regions are St. Cloud, UMass, Minnesota State, and Minnesota Duluth. If it were to happen this year, Dave, uh, which of those four teams would you expect it, uh, that it could be? Well, the, the obvious choice would be UMass, just because they've never been there before, uh, not used to the big stage, and they're they're facing some tough tough competition. But uh, I'm going to be a little bit of a hockey-east homer here, and I'm, I'm going to go and uh, give UMass uh, uh, the credit that they're going to come through and I'm going to go and say Minnesota State could have a tough uh, a tough challenge because 
they're in their first round, they're facing Providence in Providence. Mm-hmm. And so they've got that a little bit going against them. And Providence is a really good uh, defensive playoff type uh, type team. So I think they're they're the one team that that is facing a really Minnesota State's so really facing a tough first round opponent. And then uh, Cornell and Northeastern. I, I like Northeastern a lot, and so uh, I think that's going to be a tough bracket for them for them for them to emerge from. So even though if if you were to force me to put money on it, I would say well. UMass is the obvious candidate to get upset because of the experience factor. Um, my hockey East homerism is going to force me to go and say it's Minnesota State. Excellent. Dave, listen, I appreciate your time. Enjoy the hockey this weekend. Oh, I, I don't think I'd be able to unenjoy it. So uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. That's Dave Hendrickson with uh, USCHO covering the Northeast Regional. Uh, I guess I can, uh, as I go to break, at the end of each of these segments, maybe I'll give you my uh, bracket um, and how I've predicted it. I'm interested to see and hear yours, so uh, I'm going to put my note on Twitter. I hope that you will do the same. I've got Massachusetts uh, beating Harvard, and again, I apologize to everybody that's hearing this and hearing me say Massachusetts over and over. It's not Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts. My bad. When I was editing that segment, I was horrified by how poorly I pronounced uh, mispronounced the name of that state. So my apologies to everybody. Uh, and I, just mental note, I'm going to have to uh, check myself every time I say Massachusetts. I hope I'm not the only one that uh, has that issue. Anyway, so I have uh, UMass, the Minutemen, advancing past Harvard. And I have them playing Notre Dame uh, to beat uh, Clarkson. And then I have uh, UMass getting to the Frozen Four. That's my bracket. Tell me yours. Uh, Up next, one of my favorites when I'm talking college hockey, Dave Starman from CBS Sports Network. He is coming up next. We're going to look at the West Regional, St. Cloud, American International, Ohio State, and Denver in the spotlight next. You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Sean takes a look. Sean takes a look. Oh, my. And it's deflected in by Ryan Paling, a shot spotted him, set him up for the redirect, and it's now 4-1 St. Cloud State. Hey, it's Ryan Paling from St. Cloud State University, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Jonathan Taves. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Joe Pavelski. And Johnny Gaudreau. We're stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 